These are the stories of the Two Brain family. Every week, we dive into the struggles and successes that go hand in hand with owning a business. As the stories unfold, take notes as we pick apart the tactics and strategies to help you navigate your very same struggles and successes that come with business ownership. Use these to help build your anti-fragile business. Hey, how's that? There we go. Good. <laughs> Had a little bit of feedback, but that's perfect. So, Caleb, welcome to Two Brain Stories. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So let's uh, get a little bit of background of who you are, the business you own, uh, and then we'll jump into the story for the day. Sure. Um, so I've been doing CrossFit for um, about uh, eight years now. Um, I graduated from Camosun College. Uh, I took a degree in sport and fitness leadership, and uh, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do at the time, and I, I came out of the degree. And then uh, as, as I was finished my fourth year, I found CrossFit uh, through some friends and kind of got hooked on it. And one thing led to another. I started coaching for another gym. And um, after about four years, four and a half years or so of coaching for that gym, I decided that it was time to branch out on my own. And that led me to uh, uh, partnering with uh, three other partners and creating CrossFit Life Tree. Excellent. And the story that I kind of want to bring to light uh, to a lot of people that don't don't know, um, but let's kind of talk about what, what has happened uh, a little bit ago. It wasn't so recent anymore. Um, where you guys lost uh, a decent amount of members. It looks like you went from about 200 members to about 87 members. And with that, your revenue went up instead of down, which is what normally people would think of. And that went from around 10,000 in gross to almost 17,000 in gross, uh, if not over that. So let's kind of talk about the what happened before um, that kind of led up to that point. And what kind of changes you guys made to uh, get your arm from basically almost $50 a person to well over $200 a person? Yeah. So um, we were, well, to give you a little backstory, before we started our affiliate with CrossFit Lifetree, um, there was a business in place. And uh, I partnered with my, my partner, my girlfriend, and uh, my parents as well, who uh, have been involved with a business uh, prior to, to this point, which was like a boot camp-esque kind of business. Um, she's been, my mom's been running this business for about eight years up to the point uh, where we joined on and when we bought into the business. Um, we decided to rebrand it as CrossFit Life Tree. And with that business, there was a lot of, um, other things going on. We had a uh, kind of like a dance program as well, a dance fitness program. We had a lot of punch cards. Um, and, uh, so when we rebranded and jumped on board with two brain business, um, the big thing for us was making decisions on which programs we keep. And which ones we kind of let go. And so the dance fitness one um, didn't really fit the values that we were uh, kind of all looking to, to push towards. So we decided that we would let that one go. And in its place, we would uh, offer more CrossFit classes. And we told um, all, the, all the people that uh, did the dance thing, like, hey, if you want to come try it out for a couple of weeks, uh, see if you like it. Um, well, we'll keep this class time running for you. And I think we only had about three people stick around out of like the 40 or so regulars. Um, so we lost a whole bunch of members there. And then not too long after that, we decided that it was time to drop our punch cards altogether. I'm not a huge fan of the punch card model myself. And, I'm, and I know a lot of two brain um, family is also kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we dropped the punch cards. We lost a bunch of members there too. But at the same time, uh, we restructured our pricing model and we bumped up um, our prices to something that was um, 
paying us more what we were worth. And before it was basically just uh, based on the competition around and trying to undercut everybody who was near us and uh, found out quickly that wasn't the way to go. So it, it was a it was a big shift uh, basically from June till September, huge shift, as you can see on, on our big sheet. I'm, I'm sure you've looked at it, but um, even, I mean, you were saying we hit 17,000. That was in, uh, it was November, but even in January, we hit 24,000. So that's up from what we were clearing in uh, July, which was nine. So we're pretty happy with making that jump. Um, we're, and we're hoping there's more of that to come. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, you literally in, in what, seven months doubled, uh, your re- over doubled your revenue while losing, yeah. um, a ton of members. Like I said, I think at your lowest point, you guys were sitting at about 80, 87 members from down from 200. Yep. That's right. Yeah. It was about 80, 88. We're up to about somewhere between 130 and 140 right now. Um, January and February have been good to us. There's been a lot of people that have been doing our no sweat intros and the conversion rate on that has been un- unbelievable this uh, mm-hmm. past two months. Um, so we're, we're looking at, I think probably 135 to 140, somewhere in there. And, um, it's pretty exciting. It's, it's been, a, it's been quite, quite a shocking journey to be quite honest with you. And, uh, we're actually starting to run out of room in our, in our gym. So it's, uh, it's kind of a good problem to have right now. And agreed. And what, what was that kind of like throughout that process though? I mean, I mean, dropping an entire program that had 40 people that were paying something, um, and, and not knowing what's going to happen going forward. I mean, what, what was that kind of a light, uh, what was that like for you and the partners? Uh, it was a bit of a scary step, right? Like anytime you look at, uh, that revenue and you just think, okay, well, that's pretty much guaranteed to be gone. It's, it's hard to let go of that. We, we were lucky enough that the one lady, the dance instructor who we had hired on, um, for forever, she's been with us for a long time. Um, she had some stress fractures in her, uh, in her shins from doing too much dancing. And so she was forced to take some time off anyways. And so that's when we said, okay, well, while she's off, we'll reevaluate. We'll offer them the opportunity to come do some foster classes. In the meantime, if they're interested in switching over, they can. And uh, we use that opportunity just to cut the program entirely. And, and she's still running the program, but just elsewhere now. And so all those members basically uh, shifted over. But it was a bit, of a, uh, a bit of a leap of faith, to be quite, quite honest with you. But the nice thing is it freed up a lot more time for personal training. Like there's just no way we could have fit personal training or another class in at the same time. So um, it, it, we didn't really see that at the time, but the revenue uh, opportunities are so much greater by cutting that class, which is basically a drop-in base class anyway. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then you did that again with your punch cards too, um, which I understand definitely the, um, the, the double-edged sword of, of having a punch card and, and having, depending on how you, everyone structures it and kind of the, the not, uh, not really wanting to have it, but, what was what was that like too of of dropping all of those punch cards off and just basically canceling them um, or not well, not offering them to <clears throat> renew? Right. Yeah. So we let people finish them out. We we can't mm-hmm. obviously cancel them or their punch cards, but um, it was it was taken well. Surprisingly, uh, I think that a lot of people that were kind of serious about using punch cards, they'd come you know once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. It just gave them a push to start coming more. And now most of those people that stayed around are either on two or three times a week option now anyways and the people that we lost it wasn't that big of a deal because to us it's the people that we, that we lost that, that weren't coming back they were the people that were coming once every week and a half two weeks once and so for for like my my idea is that it's just not good advertising for us people ask oh hey what are you doing for fitness oh i'm going across with life tree 
they usually don't specify that they're on a punch card. They only go once every two weeks, mm-hmm. but their friends start seeing that they're not making any progress or that they're, you know, they don't really go that often. So I found, we found that it was a just bad advertising for us in the, in the long run. Um, so it's been a good, good transition uh, for sure. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's, that's what we wanted to get out there so that uh, people can kind of hear this kind of things, because I think too many people, uh, are afraid to give up that revenue sources, especially with you guys dropping two big revenue sources. Um, but you realized, hey, the average revenue per member in both of these is very, very small. Um, or they're not adhering to actually attending, which probably isn't going to get them to stay long term in any sort of way. Uh, so it sounds like you guys really saw the need to drop some of that revenue short term to now having um, a much bigger revenue source coming from your CrossFit classes and your, really your PT. Yeah. That was the biggest thing for us is PT and our foundations. Um, pretty much before June and July when we became a CrossFit affiliate, there was no foundations program. Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, come on in. We'll we'll teach you on the fly. And uh, I've never been a huge fan of that. The other gym I worked at, we had a, an on-ramp program, uh, which was a group group on-ramp program, which led people into classes fairly quickly. Um, and I like having something that gives them a little taste of it before jumping into it. So when we made that switch over, um, that changed it up quite a bit too, but it also increased our revenue a lot. Having that foundation program, you can charge it basically like PT and every single new member has to go through it. And it didn't seem like anyone had any, any problems with it. Like as soon as we started saying before you can join, you have to do these four PT sessions. There was just no questioning. They just, yeah, where do I sign kind of thing. So it was great. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, and, and that's what I think too many people also don't do um, or don't do it enough whether you're running a CrossFit gym or running a uh, strongman uh, business or you're running a whatever, um, having some way for people to get introed into those services and then also being able to charge something that is worth it. Um, like you said, charging your PT rates for this program so that people can kind of see the value in what they're, what they're paying for. For sure. So Caleb, thank you so much for being able to share this story. Um, hopefully, yeah. a lot of people out there that are listening, once we put this on the podcast too, they realize like, hey, um, maybe I am holding on to a, a program um, or something that I don't, I shouldn't be. And I know that I'm charging that my arm for this program is maybe $20 a person or something ridiculous. Um, so hopefully, this gives them that, uh, that confidence to drop the program and, and build something new out of it so that they can charge what their time is worth. So thank you so much for jumping on uh, Two Brain Stories. We greatly appreciate it, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do. Drop a like to the episode, share with a friend, and if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later.